Hey guys, welcome back to Relatable Individable. I'm Ella. And I'm Macy. Today we're going to be talking about about the many ways you can stay close with God, you know, when you're doing cool, which sucks, but still yeah. close with God. I know it's hard, but you got to keep checking through it. Right, and we're going to be giving you all some pointers and some things that we like to do and just kind of talking about that today. Because we know from experience how hard it is to stay close with God when you've got school eight hours a day and then you've got, you know, sports or extracurriculars or you have to stay after and do homework. And like, there's so many things that consume your time. And sometimes God is the last thing on your mind, but God needs to be the first thing on your mind at all times. So, today we're going to be talking a little bit about how you can stay close with God throughout the school year, which is exactly what Macy just said. Um, yeah. So, Macy, do you want to talk about if there's anything new or exciting going on in your life? Well, we both started school. We started the 11th, and now it's the 13th, so. Yeah. It has been Two days, and we're already over it. Yeah, we so we started on Wednesday, and now it's Friday. It's after school, but I mean, oh my gosh, it's better than last year, but it still sucks. I swear, this school year better go as fast as the summer did. Otherwise, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of all that's new with me. Started school, that kind of thing. Um, we really haven't been doing anything interesting. We're not in, like, any sports right now, but... Oh, I'm in yearbook. I get to make the yearbook this year. Oh, yeah. about that? I'm in choir. And, and then I might do first priority. Just depends. Yeah, I'm in um, choir. And I'm super excited because last year we didn't get to sing because of COVID, but this year we get to sing, and I'm so excited about it. So we get to actually start singing, and uh, we have a couple um, concerts coming up that we get to, um, what's the word, audition to do solos in, and not only that, but we also have Allstate in the spring, which I'm super excited, or no, it's not in the spring, it's in the fall, which is so exciting. Oh, Um, yes. What Allstate is, it's a concert um, that a bunch of schools get together, and everyone gets, so like all the choir teachers get to choose a certain amount of students to take, And I'm super, super excited. Like, you don't even understand how excited I am about Allstate. So, I never made the Allstate. I just made the Allfest. Yeah. Because I didn't do excited about it. I hope that I make it. We haven't, I mean, like she said, it's only the third day of school. So, we haven't, you know, started doing anything music-wise Yet, we've just kind of been going over the syllabus, you know, getting to know each other, even though we already know each other from last year, but still um, doing that kind of thing. And on Monday, I think we get our first set of music, and I'm so excited about it. Like, 
where we didn't get to sing last year, like, I'm genuinely just so excited for, you know, finally getting to sing. I'm sorry, my rant about singing is over. <laughs> With who? We love a girl who sings. Let's go ahead and jump straight in. We have six. So, into the first of the six things that you can do throughout the school year. Macy's yawning right now, and it looks really weird. <laughs> Good thing I wear a mask when I yawn now, so my mouth doesn't look like I'm trying to inhale something. <laughs> yeah, but let's just start with the first out of the six things that you can do this school year to stay close with God. And it's Devo's, whether it's people's shoot, how do I explain this? Like Devo books or, you know, there's Devo's on your Bible or the Bible app. I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> the Devo club, you can do it you know, by yourself or to me, I have my mentor hold me accountable because otherwise I will not do it. And, I'll, and she also bought me, she, if y'all want some recommendation, Love Does by Bob Goff is the perfect one for me right now. I'm in, like, chat, which Sydney, if you listen to it, I got it in January, and I'm sorry I'm not as far as I want to be, but it, I, I should, like, and it's amazing. So, randomly, I'm going to add a seventh thing. I'm sorry, Mace. I know this is not on the script, <laughs> but I'm seventh thing that I just thought of, <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, Devos are great. Macy is more of a on the Bible app kind of person, and I'm more of a physical, you know, book kind of person. That's just who we are. I like the Bible app ones, but I really feel like I need to do them with someone to actually do them. <laughs> um, and I don't really have anybody to do them with. So every time I do them, I just kind of stop. Um, but I do really love, um, like physical book devotionals. Let me see what mine is called. I don't remember. Okay. The one I'm reading right now is called live in the lot. It's a five minute devotionals for teen girls and I got it for Christmas. We got it off of Amazon. It's super cute and it's small so you can, you know, bring it to school with you, bring it, you know, in your purse, wherever. Um, but I really, really am loving this one and I think it talks about some great things. So I definitely recommend Living the Lot. It's by Melanie Reed. So yeah. Recommend this one. But, yeah, so read Devos. They're short, and it's, like, in the morning, you may have, you know, three, five extra minutes. You can always just, you know, read a Devo. You can do it on the way to something to set your mind on God. Um, so you're automatically, you know, thinking about God. And moving right along on to the second thing with that, which is automatically setting your mind on God in the mornings is prayer. So I know prayer is a very basic thing that, you know, everybody talks about prayer, reading your Bible, 
But what I like to do is as soon as I wake up, I like to, you know, kind of wake up a little bit. So drink some water, splash my face, wash my face, whatever. And then I will just pray over the day. And it doesn't have to be any like big, long, fancy prayer. You can write it out. You can say it, whatever you want to do. I personally, so I pray on every like day of the week as soon as I wake up and, you know, just. Thank God, you know, ask for your daily bread, forgiveness, not fall into temptations, you know, the basic thing. Um, we can do a whole episode on that if you want me to. Actually, I think we already have, maybe. Or maybe it was reading your Bible. I don't know. But if you want a whole episode on, like, food, us now and we will do one. Um, but I do that, and then... I am somebody who I really like to write out my prayers because I am a visual learner. And so I feel like just writing things instead of just saying them makes it just easier for me to pray and keep my focus on it. Um, And it's also something really cool to look back at and be like, oh my gosh, like look at all these prayers that God has answered for me. Like God has truly moved in my life. And I it's something, you know, when I, when I'm not, um, when I'm not doing the best or when I'm having a rough day, I'll look back at all prayers and I'll see how much God has really like truly answered those prayers and moved in my life. Um, but I write out my prayers on Thursday mornings. That's something I started doing yesterday. Um, just to kind of, as we've talked about many times this summer, we, um, We did kind of like a little internship where we were baby interns this summer and we would meet every Thursday. So we would pray every morning. And so just kind of to keep the tradition going, I write out my prayer on Thursday morning. Um, But not only just prayer in the mornings, but prayer throughout the day is so important. Um, I also pray before I go to bed while I'm trying to fall asleep. A good place to pray is in the shower. I love to pray in the shower. You're just so, like, focused. You can be so focused on it. Um, You know, pray throughout the day. I pray in my head all the time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know this question. God, please help me here. Help me to not get anxious over this. Help me to keep my cool. Help me to, you know, spread the word to these people who really, really need you. Um, That kind of thing. Patience to not clap somebody today. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That kind of thing. So prayer overall um, is a really, really good way to stay close with God because you're talking to him and you are keeping your focus on him. So definitely... If you're feeling far from God, pray. You can go ahead and do the third one. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm about to call again. <coughs> Promise don't have COVID, y'all. <laughs> I already had it. I already had it a couple weeks Ch- ago. I can get it again. She was the next thing. Oh, going to church is a good way. Yes. You know, it'll be hard because you might have practice, which I don't see why you have practice on a Sunday. But, you know, if you can, you should go because it's really amazing. And, you know, 
You could, you know, what was I going to say? Words. Is oh my, I am on school sleeping schedule. It is 6.52 and I'm already. <laughs> you, you go to church, you know, asking, you know, whoever's ahead of your church, you know, is there a way I can lead, or not lead, is there a way I can volunteer? You could just watch it. Yeah, going to church, um, whether it's on Wednesdays or Sundays or both, like, it's such a good way to just stay connected um, and to learn something. I feel like I always learn something when I go to church. And, you know, if you can serve, it's a way to serve the Lord. That's another way to stay close with God, you know. So I feel like church, you know, you're surrounded by other Christian influences and you just, you get to learn and you get to just sit and have your time with God. And I think that it's an amazing way to focus on God throughout the week, which is one of my favorite ways, honestly, is just to go to church. And it's so simple. You have to be, you know, fancy or whatever, know a certain thing, act a certain way to go to church because you're accepted, you know, with our church from experience, you know, like I'm not, I'm not scared to walk into church. I'm not scared to walk into church when my life's not perfect because church is the place for broken people. Church is the place for imperfect people. So don't ever be scared to go to church because you feel like you're too far gone or whatever. You're not perfect like the other people who go to church because they're not no. perfect. First of all, sweet cheeks. Right. They're not, they're not perfect. And, you know, God doesn't expect you to be perfect. God, God takes you in when you're broken and he says, here, let me mend you. Let me put you back together. Let me show you my love and my grace and my mercy. And that is, I mean, that is Christianity all in itself is God's love, how much he truly, truly loves us. So, don't be afraid to go to church. Um, maybe you've been wanting to go, but you've been putting it off. Go this Wednesday or go this Sunday, and it's going to be amazing. If you live around us, come hang out with us up front or, you know, the Creek Church on Sundays. Uh, I'll sit with you. <laughs> I will. We don't bite. Yeah. We don't bite. We will always sit with you, so... Yeah, that's another great way. That's the way I, you know, I get close with my people. That I stay close. Because, you know, all my best friends don't go to the same school as me. Or they don't have the same classes as me. So that's the only way I can stay close with them. It's through Jesus. So the next thing that we are going to be talking about is taking some time out of your day and setting it aside specifically for God. Now you be maybe like you may have heard me say that and be like, what? But what that means is to, you know, when you think about your day, you go to school from, you know, whatever time to whatever time, you know, you do whatever after school, 
but take some time where you're just at home, you don't have anything to do, and just take some time for Jesus. Take some time to pray, to read your Bible, to do a devotional. Just set some time aside specifically for God. Some time that, you know, you are, it's planned to focus on God. And if you're a planner like me, I've, I know that that's, I don't know what I'm saying. I know that that really, really helps me when I have time planned out for God. Um, time specifically set aside for him to, like I said, pray, read your Bible, Bible journal. If you do that, like me, um, do a Bible study with the group, um, anything like that. Just some time for Jesus, some time specifically for him. And that's really it. Nothing complicated. Just that. And speaking of reading your Bible, you know, I'm not the best at it, but I'm working on it. Yeah. And people, I've heard people, I had, you know, a what, like a, a guide to my life. And people are like, hey, that's literally just the Holy Bible. How to live your life. Like, like if you the read your Bible. It's in there. I know one of my Bibles has like a like it has a table of contents so like like worldly world word struggles and then what you can where you can find them at. It's literally a thing to read about everything. Well not yeah. every single Yeah, you know, reading your Bible at first, like, it can be scary and challenging. Um, and that's not because it's supposed to be or that it truly is in any way. I think it's because the world makes it seem so scary to us. And the world makes it seem like we have to be, you know, held to these standards or that we have to do it this way, especially... Um, I mentioned this earlier, I Bible journal. And, you know, you may see that girl's Bible on Instagram who's really, really pretty. Or, you know, you may think, oh, their notes are better than mine. Their notes are, their notes are longer than mine. They're more in-depth than mine. They're more pretty than mine. But truly, when it comes down to it, the art or the notes or how pretty it is, that isn't the point of reading your Bible. The point of reading your Bible is to learn God's words so that you can spread it on to other people and to grow in your relationship with God and get closer with him and to fill yourself with knowledge about him. Um, that is, that's the reason that we read our Bibles in the first place. That's the reason that we have, you know, been blessed with Bibles is so that way we can read them. And that, so that way, you know, we can grow in our faith and we can learn that is the whole point of it. Um, and something you, I discovered recently. Well, I've known about it, but I've never really listened to it. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm a very visual learner. Um, so if reading your Bible is difficult, the Bible Project. It's on YouTube. I know it sounds a little bit like the Big Bible Project. But it's on YouTube. It's called The Bible Project. And basically, they just make videos 
breaking down the Bible and explaining it. And that is so, so helpful for me. And if you are a little bit confused on what you're reading, if you're not really understanding it, first off, check your version. If you're reading the King James Version, try to get another one. Um, <laughs> because King James is very, very difficult to understand. I recommend NIV or NLT or even CSV. Um, I feel like those are kind of the easiest translations. Um, but it is a personal preference. Just make sure that you're reading something that you can understand. And another helpful tip is to use a commentary. Um, you can get, you know, physical book commentaries. You can, there's apps you can download. Uh, me and Macy always use Enduring Word. And I love that one. All you have to do is select what book of the Bible you're reading, what chapter. And I mean, you just get like this whole page of notes for free like about the chapter and break it down verse by verse so that is super helpful it's a free app um it's called enduring word so yeah i recommend enduring word and the bible project on youtube and you may be like me you're like well i got the simplest version of the bible on the planet and i still can't my brain still can't comprehend it and i'm like but you know, that's me, 24-7, so you're not alone, but I promise the more that you, the more that you make yourself read it, because I, I know, you don't really make yourself read the Bible, but, like, make yourself read the Bible when you don't want to, but the more you make yourself do it, the more it's going to be easier, and the more you're going to want to do it. It's that it's and, you know, that's why I told you about Enduring Word and the Bible Project is because those are things that help you to understand what you are reading. Um, another good thing to do is if you're new to reading your Bible or if you just want somebody to hold you accountable, do it with somebody else. Do a Bible study with other people. Me and Macy do a Bible study, and it's awesome. I love every second of doing Bible studies with her. Um accountable and it's just a fun way to talk about God and I feel like it really honestly helps our friendship to stay healthy is you know no matter what kind of relationship you have if it's with your best friends or you know your family or a remote romantic relationship like your focus should always be God in the relationship and I feel like doing um doing Bible studies really helps you focus back on God and focus, you know, say, Hey, this is, you know, the reason why we're here. This is the reason we're friends, um, or whatever. So doing Bible studies with somebody else, definitely recommend that one too. Yeah. So the next thing is books. That's really, I thought, Lord, I already read the Bible. You're expecting me to read another book. You don't have to read books. But if you're a reader or you even like to read the slightest bit, just try it. Um, and I'm not talking about any books. You know, Harry Potter, those are great. But I'm talking more um, about, like, Christian books. Um, I feel like a lot of 
Christian books that I've read really um, help me. Um, and it's another way to just kind of focus on God. You can bring it with you to school. And when you're done with your work, you can kind of, um, you know, you can just pull that out and read. You can read before bed, you know, whatever. Um, but I feel like it really is a good way to stay focused on God. And it really helps, you know, grow your your knowledge or, you know, expand your thinking, make you think about things in a different way. I'll give you guys some recommendations if you need somewhere to start. Um, so I've gotten five of my favorite Christian books right here. Um, the first one is the one that we read this summer. It's called Outlive Your Life by Max Lucado. I love this one. I feel like it really um, made me think about things in a different perspective and think, oh, my gosh, you know, like, we aren't promised a tomorrow, and I feel like it really helped me focus in on that and focus on, you know, what I'm doing today counts. So, I love that one. Um, another good one by Max Lucado is How Happiness Happens. Um, if you are searching for joy or, you know, just that little glimmer of happiness in your life, um, I recommend this because it really helps you to focus in on the positives of life um, more than the negatives. So definitely that one. The next one my group leader actually gave me, and I'm not, I'm not completely done with it yet, but I've loved what I've read so far. It's called Speak Love. It's by Annie F. Down. She also has a podcast, which I've listened to a few times, and honestly, it's really, really good. Um, but this one is... Um, you know, you may be listening to this in middle school or high school, or even if you're not, just with people in general, it's about, you know, making sure whatever you say is kind, um, and words of love and loving others, um, but it really puts it in a different perspective. I don't really know how to explain it, but I love that one. And then the next one is another Max Licato book. If you can't tell, I love Max Licato. But it's called Anxious for Nothing. And if you are an anxious person or you struggle with anxiety, this one is great. Um, it, under it, it says finding calm in a chaotic world. And that's, you know, basically what it's about. It's about, you know, how to handle anxiety as a Jesus follower. And this one has really, really helped me. So... 10 out of 10 on that one. The next one um, is kind of a more rare book. I'm not even really sure where I found it. I think I got it at like um, Ollie's for like $2 maybe. Uh, but it's called The Making of Us by... I'm sorry if I mispronounced this. This is a very hard name. Sheridan... Bosley, I think is how you say it, or Bosey maybe, I don't know, but it's called The Making of Us, and it's basically about, you know, what happens in your life when your life doesn't go as planned, you know, who we become when your life doesn't go as planned, um, it's basically about, you know, how we, you know, you may have this big grand plan in your life, um, but 
you know, you may say, okay, I'm going to this college and I'm going to do this and I'm, you know, I'm going to get married to a doctor and we're going to have three kids and we're, we're going to have three girls and their names are going to be Katie, Julie, and Macy. I don't know, but you know, you can say that, but your, your life isn't always going to go how you want it to. And, um, God and for it and I feel like it just really breaks that down so if you were a book person I love these five also another mashed cicada one fearless it's super good but yeah these are probably my top five plus one more six top six but yeah if you're looking for a book to read read one of these they're amazing so on to the last thing. I know I was supposed to do the last thing, but if you want to, you can. Hold on, guys. We're having technical difficulties. Oh, I heard a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. There's a motorcycle that just, like, zoomed past my house. I know. You do it. Because I added in books. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. The last thing is share the word. World. Yeah, share the world, honey. Share the word. There you go. And there's many ways to do it. Lily, the. Lily. The main reason I share the word is to five-year-olds. You know, they might not understand at the time, but they'll thank you for it when they get older. Yeah. I think the, you know, the people who taught me when I was, you know, literally three years old through fifth grade, because that's the main reason my faith is what it is today. Right. So, you know, in this episode, we've talked about a lot of things from prayer to books to reading your Bible. Um, and from all those things, you gain knowledge. And when you gain knowledge, your job is to take that knowledge and pass it on. You can pass it on to, you know, your classmates, your peers, your family, your teammates. You, know, you can pass it on to anybody by just simply bringing up a conversation about Jesus. Um, and like Macy said, you know, taking that knowledge and investing it in the next generation is amazing. We talk about it all the time, but we both serve in Kids Creek, and that is a great way um, to get involved in the next generation of faith. Um, kids, the next generation is, you know, it's, our hope it's it's where Christianity grows and continues you know because it's been passed on to us and now it's our job to keep passing that on and you know we we may be only 12 13 however old you are but I mean there's still a generation after you and it is our job to teach the next generation about Jesus and who he is so he they can go and teach 
the next generation after that, and so on and so forth. And that is so that the word of Jesus never dies and Christianity never dies because, you know, we want as many people to know about God and to know about Jesus as possible. But something I really want to focus in on here is inviting people. You can go to school or to, you know, practice, whatever. Just invite somebody. Talk to somebody, maybe have a conversation with them about Jesus and invite them. Invite them to church and let them listen and let them hear it for itself. Let them experience God's goodness firsthand. And that right there, that's how you keep it going. That's how you share God's word. That's how you grow the kingdom is by inviting. So if you have a church that you go to frequently this week, I want you to make it your goal to invite somebody, whether it's on a Wednesday, a Sunday, whatever, invite them this week. Do it. You will not regret it. I promise. You will be so amazed in what God can do in your life and in other people's lives. So, what were you going to say? And it's a perfect time, too, because, you know, you're getting back to school, you're making new friends. You know, if they aren't, you know, if they say they aren't Christian, you know, maybe that might change once you invite them. Right. So, that has been this week's episode. Hold on, technical difficulties again. Thank you guys so much for listening to... to, (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. We love y'all and hope you come back next week, even though it was a hot mess, but maybe next (laughs) week will be better. Yeah, so come back next week. You can always reach out to us. You can always... You know, DM us with anything or email us. So make sure that you follow our Instagram page at relatable underscore and underscore debatable. And you can email us at relatable dot debatable dot pod POG or not G POD at gmail.com. So, yeah, with all that being said, love you guys. Bye. Bye. hey guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode i really hope you enjoyed it you can follow our instagram at relatable underscore and underscore debatable you can follow me at ella.ryan20 and macy at macy moody You can also email us if you ever need anything or you have episode requests or anything like that. You can email us. um, It's at relatable.debatable.pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. So see you guys next week. Love ya.